the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Hello, Governor. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Oil prices are remaining higher after falling, 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 pushing gasoline prices lower. So that's out there. The markets are remaining Feisty, negative, prone to selling pressure. People who are investing in the markets are a little bit nervous. And, you know, there's a heavy watch on the interest rate environment. So stocks are getting marked down. SP 500 is down 3.2% for the week. It's not the worst week ever, is it? No. Now, Walmart is rolling over. Roll over, puppy. Puppy, puppy. Roll over. So, Walmart had an encouraging report, it looked like. And they even said things in the future looked pretty encouraging. They were up at one point, but they've turned negative. There's worries about valuation. That's the problem. And inability, ultimately, to hold a gain. I was talking in the morning after reporting numbers. is is pretty disappointing. So there's de-risking going on. You've ever had Laos? You get de-loused, right? I know you're saying, what is Laos? I don't know, but you get de-loused for it. Say what? I know. So de-risking. People are looking at the stock market and they're saying, you know what? We had a great run, but I'm not going to be in the high flyers. That's why tech has fallen apart. Big tech. Real negative article in the New York Times today about Facebook. <laughs> Real negative. Saying that their management got in a little over their heads and not doing great. Success or failure starts at the top, so management's super important. A lot of political uncertainty in Europe bleeding into the markets today. The UK, Brexit, Prime Minister May. Disagreements, resignation of Brexit Secretary Rob. Rob raises questions about leadership right now. Again, success or failure starts at the top, whether it be Facebook or Europe. 
Press reports indicate the Italian League economic advisor is making waves about Italy possibly leaving the EU. Italy? Italy leaving the EU? Yeah. And ultimately, this this guy said that's if the Italian League wins a majority in the next election. So a lot of people don't want to blame themselves or blame their country. They want to point to others. Italy's problems is their government spends too much money. So you got political uncertainty in Europe. Check. They spend money. So when it's uncertain, sometimes we tighten. Uh, just like when you go to the doctor, when you're 50 and you get that special magical exam, sometimes you tighten. Titans. Titans of investment. Watch this fall on TV. The titans of the business world. Now, I'm talking about clinching. So political uncertainty makes us clinch a little bit. Walmart rolling over, not being able to hold a gain, tells you the valuation might be stretched a bit. Um, and then you also get, you know, the sometimes selling begins selling. So sometimes corrections are self-fulfilling prophecies. Sometimes bear markets happen because the correction gets out of hand. People don't like losing money. They don't look back and go, okay, you know, in the last eight, nine years, I'm up 290%, but I'm not up 300% like I used to be, so I need to sell now. Hey, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Marijuana stocks are having a bad run of it. As what we learned is that even though Canada opened up their markets, Canada hasn't been selling for the last 90 days. So a lot of the information that we're getting right now has to be about the future of do you do it or do you not. PG&E down 20 plus percent today. I got an email from a guy this week who's got 100% of his money in PG&E. And I talk about diversification all the time. CFP Chad Burton talks about diversification all the time. So he asked me what I should do. I, I don't know. What price did you pay? He was like, well, I've been buying it my whole life. Because I figured, you know, that'd be a good retirement plan. <laughs> Survey says, bad idea. Ding, 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 ding. So, it's tough for me to quantify risk on a company that's being sued, or that will be being sued, by many survivors and by many homeowners. Next year at this time, they, they get a lot of blanket coverage if it, if it looks like they've done a good job or try to do do what's best for the consumer by protecting them. But that doesn't kick in until next year. So some warning signs on gasoline prices dropping. Some people would say that's negative because it shows you less demand. I'm not going to get that much into it, but Thanksgiving holiday period, I'm thankful for so many things in my life. Gas prices is not one that makes me flinch because I live in California and it's a high cost of living state. It comes with the territory. But gas prices near a four-year high in October. And now you're saying, Rob, we're in November. Exactly. So, but they've dipped now and now people are starting to think about $2 gasoline nationwide. Thanksgiving prices are getting carved up pretty aggressively. Thanksgiving gas prices are, at least. Uh, do we go below $2? How low can you go? How low can you go? Limbo, limbo, limbo. Um, I hate that. I don't want to go on vacation and have someone sing, how low can you go? And, you know, I can move my body on her stick. What's wrong with people? 
So more than 54 million are expected to travel this year. So gas prices being lower, it's a good thing. So we're supposed to travel 50 miles or more. 54 million Americans. That's up 4.8% from 2017. So we're feeling good. Feeling like Rocky Balboa. Feeling, feeling like we're flying high now. Gonna fly now. Um, so we're traveling. So you hear about Brexit having problems and Italy having problems. And you're like, that's not us. We are traveling. And believe it or not, that's a, sign, a good sign. So 90% of American men are confident they can manage their money. Um, this kind of story and idea and report tells you that, you know, one of the big problems of investing is confidence. Now, I don't think 90% of American men can can manage their money or are on the right track. Data says they're not. When it comes to how American feels, there's a big gender gap there, right? So do you feel comfortable negotiating your own salary? Two-thirds of men do, only half of women. Your salary is so important to your future success because you typically only work from age 20 to 60, right? And I know you're like, well, Rob, I was in college at 20, so I actually didn't start working until I was 22. That's totally fair. I'm just trying to round it down. 60% of men say they're confident investing. Only 45% of women do. 63% of men say they're comfortable taking out a loan. Only 54% of women do. Loans are great tools if you use them correctly. So use them poorly. They'll also bring you down faster. Speaking about going down fast, CFP, Chad Burton, and myself are going to be at a big event coming up in uh, San Jose, close to Los Gatos. Um, you can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. It's a Rob Black Show. Chad's running the Wealth Preservation Retirement Income Planning from 930 to 1130. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25. I'm going to run a Wealth Accumulation 401k and beyond in the afternoon, 1 to 3. Sign up for one or the other. You can find out more about me and the events at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Life is too short to last long. sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, one of my favorite shows as a kid was this, WKRP in Cincinnati. My brother David was basically a god to me. I didn't have the best father-son relationship, but my brother David, he kind of was my father. His favorite show was WKRAP in Cincinnati. And I think it, it was kind of an innovative show. It started kind of, how shall we say, bringing out Lonnie Anderson. It made her career, right? I know you're saying, Lonnie Anderson? Who's that? Before I digress too much, WKRP in Cincinnati, obviously, I thought was a pretty special show. 
Um, because my brother David liked it. And, you know, it was an American sitcom. It was a struggling fictional radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio. It was created by a guy named Hugh Wilson, um, based on his life of, of advertising sales and radio. It's probably something you could find for free on the internet or YouTube or something like that, but that's the theme song for him. Remember when TV shows had great theme songs? Um, Howard Hesman was on the show, Lonnie Anderson. Howard Hesman went on Johnny Fever. Awesome. And uh, it won a lot of Emmy Awards. It did well for CBS. Uh, but it became kind of famous and infamous for the Turkeys Away Episode 7. WKRP in Cincinnati aired its seventh episode 40 years ago. No one knew that this one freshman series on TV show was going to become such a monster hit. Um, there's a, you know, TV shows of various writers, but it was a holiday tie-in. And do you, don't you like TV shows that have holiday tie-ins where like your favorite character suddenly dressing up as a ghost or something on Halloween? And it's kind of fun, right? The fantasy of, uh, of costumes and Halloween and holidays. So the writer of the show decided to use a, a story that he had once heard. It was a publicity stunt. It's a true story. With a number of turkeys were thrown from a helicopter um, or a truck. He didn't quite remember. So he was horrified hearing the story. And it was an unintended turkey massacre because turkeys can't fly. It's pretty, pretty great moment, Les Nessman. Out the back of the helicopter, it's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. So the, the birds fall like a sack of wet cement to the pavement below. Um, and the, the weather guy, he, he's a, a helicopter weather guy, right? So he was going, it, it was terror. It was horrible. It, 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 it petrified him. Radio show or radio TV executives and salespeople, they do their best to entertain, right? And they didn't know that turkeys couldn't fly. So it was, what an homage to that story, right? So I bring that up because it's Thanksgiving time. And as serious as I can be, spend some time with your family and love them. Um, talk to your neighbors and love them. Um, this I, I wanted to pay a little tribute to Brother David because he was an amazing brother. Um, Thanksgiving's really sweet. Uh, this year, Thanksgiving's going to be a little bit more expensive than last year. And please, by the way, don't throw a turkey out the window. Please don't throw a turkey out the window. It sounds like the turkeys from uh, South Park. It's easy to ha- it's easy to hate turkeys, right? Average Thanksgiving dinner is going to cost a little bit less this year than last year. Now, this is a story on inflation. And retirement is really about fighting inflation and having enough assets to live till the day you die. And it's all about you know fighting, making mistakes. Um, if you want to feed 10 people, plus leftovers, $48.90. Down 22 cents from last year. Now, that doesn't sound right to me. $4.89 per person? The star of the Thanksgiving feast is obviously a turkey, right? Average cost this year for 16-pounders, $21.71. Or a buck thirty-six a pound. That's down from about twenty-two dollars and thirty-eight cents last year. So turkey prices have fallen. Deflation, right? Is it supply and is it demand? 
What happened? Was there a bird flu? These are all really important questions to start thinking about. Turkey's a pretty affordable meat. But milk is down. Pumpkin pie is unchanged. Um, carrots are ex- more expensive this year than last year. So buy a penny. That doesn't bother you. But you're like, hey, I got a raise this year. So, But your raise is going into fighting these costs. A dozen rolls, $2.25. I would be really good on the prices, right? 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 Do you remember when you had to guess the prices of things? And someone like Donald Trump has never been in a grocery store. He would be like, let's see, a gallon of milk, $100? Wrong. But, right. So a gallon of whole fat milk is $2.92. Coffee ingredients needed for recipes. Like butter, evaporated milk, onions, eggs, sugar, and flour. It gets really expensive putting this together. But it's an affordable meal for Americans to get together, and it's a classic meal. And again, I say this with all due respect. Uh, we're seeing wildfires burn down people's homes and lives and memories, and we're seeing wildfires uh, kill people, take people from our lives. So they're saying the, the wildfire right now in Northern California that they had less than five minutes to get out or die. That's how fast it was moving on some people. So do yourself a favor. Get ahead of this one. Oh, and if you go to YouTube, you can watch the turkey uh, episode I just noticed on WKRP Cincinnati. So I know you're saying, give up on that, Rob. Drop it. No, my brother loved that show. And it's interesting because I'm the one who went into radio. He went and became a lawyer, an attorney. Oh, my, my, uh, my. And when he did not get into debt, he, he actually went into the Marine Corps. And what's cool about the Marine Corps is once you've got your law degree that they pay for, the next thing you do is you give them three years of service. And he said, as a Marine Corps attorney, he uh, they made him be the prosecutor for year one. Then they made him be a, a defendant, uh, you know, defend uh, counsel in year two. So he got to learn how to prosecute people. He got to learn how to protect people. That's pretty cool. Uh, he was a JAG, Judge Advocate General, or Judge Advocate, I don't know. That's where I'm, I'm losing, my, losing my point. Um, point being is, um, he didn't want to go in debt. He found another way to do it. So, that's out there. Big event coming up this weekend. I, you can catch it. Rob Black and your money. Financial and market perspective. Uh, I'm bringing my show on the road. The Rob Black Army Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar with CFP Chad Burton, November 17th. That's Saturday. That's going to be from 9.30 to 11.30. A lot about new tax information about the new laws, minimizing your retirement income taxes, minimi- um, transition your portfolio from accumulation to income. You can learn more information about the 9.30. It's at the Rotary Center Summit in San Jose. You can learn more at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25. In the afternoon, I'm going to teach you a little bit more about wealth generation. Sign up at Rob Black Show, code RADIO25. Not another light on heavy glow By the way I tried to Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. It's the holiday season. So sometimes we get a little bit distracted. I get it. It's a good thing. Distractions are exactly that. They're supposed to take your mind off life. So before we get to Thanksgiving, though, we're going to have one big event. Two big events. One with CFP Chad Burton in the morning of the 11th in San Jose. November 11th, you can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in free. Um, Chad's events are always good. He's a big PowerPoint guy. I'm more of a storyteller. He's more of a PowerPoint guy. <clears throat> if you like visuals, that's great. If you like hearing <clears throat> ties into each other, we do different things. And I think that's a good and healthy thing. So he's going to be doing 9.30 to 11.30. Uh, show up at 9. Chit chat with us for a little bit. It's going to be fun. Saturday, November 17th. Did I say November 11th? Man, I must have had a stroke. So it's November 17th. <laughs> That's not good. So in the afternoon, I'm going to be doing an event, Investing Beyond a Stroke. Now, Investing Beyond a 401k, and it's going to be from 1 to 3. All the information is at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm on the page right now. A um, lot of wealth issues out there, uh, podcast issues. Uh, we got to update the webpage. It says that your podcast is 2 to 3 o'clock. No good. No bueno. Um, but you can find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. How you doing, Chad? Good, good. You might want to pop a couple aspirin, though, just to be safe. Good for a stroke. You want me to do it? Yeah, you want me to do it? Uh, who uh, was it? Was it Martin Sheen who's had a stroke? Oh, or Dick, let's do the Dick Clark. Sure. Dick Clark, you can tell me about the income seminar. Behave yourself. <laughs> it, it, it freaked me out. I'm sorry. I get easily freaked out when you know Dick Clark your whole life, and he's kind of like this plastic surgeon, plastic guy, and then he has a stroke. But we all get older. So let's talk a little bit about that, because when you get older, you do have things like strokes. You do have things that slow you down. You do have things that impair um, where you're going. And this is one of the events we're going to be doing in San Jose at the uh, Rotary Center. Um, on the 17th, coming right around the corner this Saturday. Uh, let's talk about the rules of thumb. And I'm starting to see, I, I get a lot of questions. People get really nervous. And they're like, can I still do that 4% draw rate? 10 times your income to retire? I'm like, hmm, let's be safe. Let's do 15. Let's do 20 times your income. But people want benchmarks. What do you think about this? Are we ready for it? Yeah, it, I mean, the benchmarks help, say, a 20, 30, 40-year-old kind of get an idea of what they need to do, okay. right? But if, if you, let's say you retire and you have Social Security, a little bit of a pension, and two or three rental properties, you don't need okay. 10 times your income saved up in your 401k. You might need less because you have other income sources. So everybody's a little bit different um, once they get to that point in life when they retire and you know, some of the things we do in that afternoon event are really building that base. It's really for, you know, the beginning investor that's, okay, I max out my 401k and, and what's next and give them goals of 10 times your income. We also talk about when to buy real estate and how, you know, good that can be for retirement. But, I mean, you, when you get to that, you know, 55-plus age, you've got to test your readiness to retire. And it always assumes that, number one, you have a list of expenses, and all of the tests that you do to say, can I retire? Is my cash flow projections look okay? It assumes that you have a, a list of expenses and you stick to it and that you practice that retirement budget at least a year or two prior to retirement because a lot of people say, oh, I'll spend less in retirement. I don't see it. 
I don't see people drop their expenses in the first few years of retirement. You also have to test your tax strategy. You got to test a withdrawal strategy. Can you make it through a three to five year, you know, dip back up to the peak? Um, and, and the easiest test that you do, Rob, is that linear cash flow where you say, okay, let's assume that your investments earn a, a low rate of return of say five and a half percent for the next, you know, many many years. You know, mediocre okay. market returns, low interest rates. How long will your money last? Are you going to get to age 100 or not? Is, how easy is it to do these tests? Because no one likes to take a test. <laughs> right. It's, it's usually somebody else kind of putting it through the, the tests. Um, the, the hardest part is, first, you have to realize that assuming, again, your expenses are correct and you've added in the health care costs, the Medicare Part B, where are your accounts? Everybody's different in terms of how much they have in their 401k versus a mutual fund or an index fund versus cash. And so the toughest part is saying, what's the correct blend of income to keep my taxes low for a long period of time so that okay. you can assume what your expenses are in terms of taxes? And then you can model that out for the long term. So, you know, we have really good software that does all that, but it's all based on the input, right? You've got to have good data going in to get good results you know, normal results coming out. Um, so it takes a lot of work in the front end, for sure. So with that being said, and, you know, my mom's had a stroke. If she were to be counted on to do her own finances, she couldn't. Um, that's one of the things about getting older. And like I said, no one likes to take a test. And you're like, someone else does it for you. I'm like, sweet. This is this is sounding better and better uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And again, I should be, care- I should be careful because some people like to do it on their own. I saw a statistic today that men feel very confident very confident doing their own financial decisions. And I'm like, why don't we have more money as a nation saved, right? If, if you're so confident, why are we so bad at it? Um, but again, digressing. Big event this Saturday, the 17th with CFP Chad Burton. Go to newfocusfinancial.com and you can download some materials for it while you sign up. Use the code radio25. How about the randomness of the market? Because like Apple six weeks ago hit an all time high in the 130s or, so, or 230s. And then it, it goes through a slump, it, it hits bear market, and then it bounces. And it seems kind of random that I own shares of Apple. I need to disclose that. Um, but with that being said, it seems random, and the market seems random. One day up, one day down, very, very moody market. Yeah, the, the, you get you know a return of volatility, and people forgot about volatility because 2017 was the weirdest year ever for 24 years in the business where you had a, an up month every single month. I mean, it's never happened. So um, the, when the volatility returns after not being there for a long period of time, it shocks people. And so then you've got kind of this rapid increase. And then we've got a lot of news stories out there. But So markets can be very random. I mean, last year, emerging markets were up 35% or so. This year, they're down 15 um, The order of market returns, you don't have to worry about timing the market when you're young. Anybody that's under... 55 should hope for those 20% corrections because they're the best buying opportunity for the next decade. Um, but when you're drawing on your portfolio, the biggest mistake is if you draw after a correction. So you have to be ready for that. And you can't just say, oh, I averaged into this portfolio in retirement. I'm going to average back out because I give a really clear example at the event of somebody that was successful retiring in the 70s because the markets were kind of flat, and then they really rallied later on in life when they were drawing out more money with inflation. But if you flip those returns in just a mirror image of it, they were out of money after a very short period of time. So 
the testing of the randomness of market returns, you can use programs that run what's called Monte Carlo simulations. You look at the actual holdings inside of a portfolio, and then you run the each holding has things like standard deviation and uh, volatility and, and the order of returns and longevity, and you can run you know thousands of different simulations to get an actual success rate for your retirement. And so if you get you can pass the linear cash flow test and the Monte Carlo test and you have a withdrawal strategy to get through tough markets, you're good to go. Well, that's good to know. It's not, you just made me feel a little bit better. Um, very stressful times. People can sign up for the event by going to newfocusfinancial.com and using the code RADIO25. A lot of good information, a lot of free downloads there, too. Um, so final question, or actually I have two more questions. Um, any other interesting retirement test out there? And what would you do for the guy who emailed me yesterday that he's been using a drip plan to buy PG&E for the last 30 years, has a million plus dollars, has nothing else, and it's oh, down gosh. 22% today after being down 20% yesterday? I, I told him I can't answer that because I, I see too much liability, but also I don't see them going out of business. But I, that's that's too tough to analyze. But anyway, let's talk about the retirement test first and then see if you can't squeeze that in on your way out. Well, I, no matter what, you got to diversify out of your single stock risk when you go into retirement. I mean, it's just ridiculous to have that much risk. Um, other tests are just practicing retirement. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, I realized since... I just booked a two-week vacation. I haven't taken two weeks off straight since I was 19. Um, I think, you know, 10 days is the most. So practicing retirement for entrepreneurs and business owners is really, really important um, to say, what are you going to do? Are you going to be happy doing it? Because being a business owner, it's so much a part of your identity. So that's that's something people really need to figure out. And and if they're selling the business, the buyout should match how you want to phase out. So I was talking to a doctor the other day that wants to go down to four days a week for a couple years, and then for five years, three days a week, and then, you know, slowly phase out. Um, So they're going to match their buyout plan with how they want to retire. And you really have to do index tax modeling. Um, If you have enough to say, does it match your estate plan? Do you want to tackle your IRAs and that tax problem there? Do you want to tackle individual stocks? Um, how do you want to do it? And you need to run stress tests on portfolios now to say, what happens if the S&P is down 10%? What will happen with my portfolio? One minute. Is there anything last thoughts you want to throw out there, Mr. Chad Burton, CFP extraordinaire? And oh, psychic. You, you, and psychic. You, you, CFP and psych, <laughs> psychic CFP coming to Fox this fall. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that's a good show. I like it. Um, I like it, too. The, the, scenario, the scenarios of healthcare costs that you talked about. If you or your spouse has a stroke and you end up in a nursing home for seven years and then oh. die, what's what's left? You know, can how are you going to deal with that? Is it long-term care insurance? Is it a hybrid life insurance policy, or is it you sell your home or do a reverse mortgage? You have to look at those tests in your in your modeling. CFP Chad Burton, I so dig your stuff. See you Saturday um, at the big events. Two of them, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. You can learn a lot more at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up using the code RADIO25 to get it for free.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Ain't this true? Get out of your own way. Wouldn't it be a much better life if we could stop making same old mistakes and bad habits get cut? You got to stay on top of your finances. Some headlines from out there today. FDA proposed a big ban on menthol cigarettes and restricting sales of sweet e-cigarettes. Um, I believe in vampires. I know you're saying, what? You believe in vampires? One, two, three, four, five. I love, I love the count. He was the only thing on Sesame Street that I liked as a kid. Mr. Snuffleupagus guess, freaked me out. I'm seriously saying freaked me out. And the fact that only Big Bird can see him, I think Big Bird was like a, I'm not going to say a drug addict, but there was something wrong with Big Bird. If he could only see Mr. Snuffleupagus, I guess, and no one else could see him. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe a little <laughs> nose candy. Because did you see Mr. Snuffleupagus? Like he got a snout. That yeah? really yeah. got out of hand fast. So the FDA is talking about... <laughs> curbing smoking and vaping amongst youth and banning menthol cigarettes and many flavored small cigars and they've moved forward with a prohibition on the sale of sweet flavored electronic cigarette liquid e-cigarette use is up 78 percent year over year with high school students i don't believe it like i i I can't imagine kids are that stupid that's why i believe in vampires i just can't believe we could take a cancer-causing product and inhale it into our lungs it's, it's, I go back to the 19, you know, World War II. Who would have believed that someone would have put another human being in an oven to kill them? It's surreal to me. When we tell our kids, when our grandkids tell our, their grandkids that that happened, we'll say, there was no Nazis. That's impossible. People want to do that to each other. That's why I believe in vampires. Because there's enough documentation out there. I know you're saying you don't really believe in vampires, do you? But I, I, I can't believe we still have the cigarette issue. Total number of middle and high school students now using e-cigarettes rose to 3.6 million. Um, nothing in the data out there that's encouraging. Now, this is bad if you're a cigarette company. They've been trying to figure out, okay, the tobacco and the, the paper smoked caused cancer. So now what do we do? Well, let's sweeten the product. <laughs> right? And that's what kind of my menthol does. My mom and daddy's drink, uh, not drink, but smoke Salem menthols. So this could be a big thing when government gets in and in, in steps in on an industry and regulates. So when you hear about Trump deregulating finances, that's considered a good thing for the stocks. Makes it a little easier for the companies to do business. And when you hear about company, uh, government getting in and regulating cigarettes, so... Voting is a good idea if you want to be wealthy, to get to know things about the world, in my opinion. Gas prices are falling right in front of the the holiday turkey weekend. Uh, Thanksgiving gas prices are getting carved up. Get it carved up. Average is $2.68 a gallon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Later in the show, I'm going to be teaching you what the difference is between stuffing no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Uh, uh, no, stop it. So commodities are lower. That's generally thought of like as a 
the world growth ain't that good kind of tale. Amazon's weighing on the lo- uh, lagging consumer discretionary sector today. Walmart's probably had a little bit of a disappointing report. It wasn't horrific, but it wasn't great. Bernie Sanders. I'm Bernie Sanders. He said Walmart should be, able, should be stopped by the government from buying back their own stock until they pay all their employees $15 an hour. Now, that's, again, I'm telling you, regulation and having government tell companies what to do, I don't think it's the best idea in the world. I, I, I would prefer that people have their own opinions and act on it. Anyhow, Twitter looks like a compelling buy right now, according to some analysts. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Twitter's great for me for seeing a lot of news fast and trying to, you know, piece together, Frankenstein together some ideas of the day. So, worst credit card for you to buy right now? Or 50% of Americans get the worst credit card. What is the worst credit card? The store credit card. Stay away from the store credit cards, people. It's uh, shocking, shocking the, the cost of them. Now, again, if you go into Macy's, let's say you just moved. And you're a young person and all your old stuff was just garbage. So you left it there. You threw it away. You did something like that. Um, one of the things you're kind of noticing is that, you know, things are expensive to replace. So we're paying attention to all that kind of stuff. Uh, but the, the store credit cards, if, if you ever go into like a Macy's and you're like, oh gosh, I just suddenly got, you know, thousand dollars of stuff. Like, we got to open a Macy's account. And you're like, what I go, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I got enough credit cards. But what are you offering? We're offering today 40% off all sales. Like, wow, Caitlyn Jenner is working at Macy's? Yes, I'm working at Macy's. And we're offering 40% off every day. If you get a credit card. So I'm not a big Macy's credit card kind of guy. Um, I don't like the 26 to 28% interest rate. But again, if you're responsible, do you get the credit card? Get 40% off and then cancel it? It's not the worst idea out there. But you, you know yourself well enough that you're going to do that. And you don't want to open up too many credit cards. Because that'll, that'll follow you. You can find me online at robloxshow.com. Big event coming up this weekend. Two events. One on wealth preservation and income planning and retirement. A lot of information at robloxshow.com under events. And in the afternoon, it's going to be more of a wealth accumulation. What I do, what I did, where I was in life uh, before I got wealthy. That's 1 to 3 o'clock in San Jose at the Rotary Center. You can find out more information at Rob Black Show. Code RADIO25 to get it for free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.